Today I'm at the Brooklyn Bowl in Nashville, Tennessee, by my dear friend, or with my dear friend, Yvette Young. She, uh, if you guys haven't seen the last one, she got me, I think, more than anyone else have ever got me on camera in terms of jokes. We're talking <laughs> about her guitars, we'll get into those in a second, the Talmans. But she told me that her guitar was made of dog ashes, and I bit, hook, line, and sinker. You got me so good that day. I'll never forget that. That's one of my most memorable rig rundowns I've ever been a part of. <laughs> Thanks for being a good sport well, and not just great. quitting the interview. <laughs> oh, no. uh, what makes that one get into the set? Is it just a backup? Uh, it has my dog's ashes in it. Really? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> God. <laughs> my gosh. I'm just kidding. Um, no, Call it's, me off guard there, but. <laughs> sorry, you can cut that out. <laughs> no, we're keeping it. I want it my face. <laughs> I wonder I'm back for more. I want more dog Amazing. jokes. Amazing. Well, Maybe, maybe not dog jokes, because I'm a dog guy, but yeah, 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 I do want something to keep me on my feet. Okay. Speaking I, of feet, you were doing a lot of tap dancing, and the choreography <laughs> that you were going through in terms of, like, pulling that off blows my mind in terms of I can barely stand and talk as I'm showing. It's hard for me, but uh, you are just killing it, and uh, Catharsis is out now. Everyone should check that out on Spotify where you stream your music, so congrats on the new record and uh, bringing that to everyone out on the tour. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. So let's get it right to it. Like I said, to you, these are two friends that we kind of covered before. But for those that don't know, tell me real quick about your uh, two signature models here. Uh, yeah. So these are the um, basically the uh, not the floor models of my signatures. It's like the prestige version. Okay. So this is like essentially what would be the YY. Uh, well, but actually, they're both technically YY10s because they have the Strat style pickup configuration. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, and, and the other one, the YY20, sorry to cut you off, is like the T style with like the two pickups. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, just I wanted to release something with like a Tele style for people who like Telecasters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's essentially the biggest difference. And why do you prefer to have the Strat with you on, or the Strat style, or the three pickups, the five-way switch uh, versus the Tele on tour with you? Um, for me, it's like a tonal thing. I okay. feel like a lot of the way that I like to push the tubes in my amp. Um, I, I do like how the Strat sounds with that. Um, I feel like I have some solo stuff I'm writing that's a little more like intimate and like dynamic, and I feel like that's when I really would like to have my telly out. Yeah. They started on Telecaster, so. Now I know the, the recipe's similar, uh, Alder Body, Maple Neck, Rosewood Fretboard. Yes. I'm wondering, since our last time we spoke, I think it was 2017 or 2018, is obviously these models haven't changed anything, but are you thinking or working with Ibanez to like chase something else is is there could there be like a humbucker model coming out or different pickups like what in the time that you spent with this instrument and wrote you know written music and release stuff what are some things that you've maybe been wood shopping in terms of changing or updating or releasing a new model or maybe you've not done any of that i don't know um thinking like a headstock t-shirt cannon <laughs> <laughs> you know That'd be sweet. Distribution. yeah 
That's all about marketing at that point. Yeah, maybe like um, like a like an air horn. Come on now, that's silly. <laughs> that's just too silly. I'm just kidding. Um, I I think I'm going to do a prestige version because I think the reason why I didn't want to just completely, you know, go really expensive with this prestige stuff is I was considering that a lot of my demographic and a lot of people who want to pick up like my whole thing is I just want to get people to pick up guitar. Yeah. So if I just go out of the gate and release something that's like really expensive, yeah. I feel like it's going to price out a lot of students, a lot of people who don't like who can't really afford like a really nice instrument. I started on a $90 SX Tele, so for me I'm just like, you know, I'll play anything. Yeah. Um they're not bad guitars per se, but I just wanted to like have something a little more affordable that's still like a really quality instrument, but now I'm just going to go for like the rock dads yeah you know like <laughs> well that's a really admiral starting point because normally people do that in a reverse order well they'll give you the six thousand mm -hmm. dollar option and then they'll give you a five hundred dollar option as an afterthought you really came out the gate with something that it's about i think a thousand dollars between the models but it's still really i mean i know that's a lot of money but you're getting like seymour duncan pickups it's yeah. a really good appointment it's a goto bridge like i love the floor model of my guitar like for me i i still play it i record with it a lot and um the neck feels slightly different like this one's like one of those it's a i think it was a custom shop neck okay but um the neck on my actual signature is a little different but i still love that neck and to me it feels really comfortable um and yeah i just like i feel like it's okay to start with something that's more like affordable and then you know now for people who have been playing a while i'm like i might as well go for something that's super high quality yeah um, i'm not sure what pickups i'm going to use yet i'm um there's whispers of p90s maybe oh wow so yeah they're they're kind of fun mini humbuckers maybe i'm Ooh. not sure no, so far i've just done single coil world and something different would be kind of cool yeah it just adds like a, a sonic flavor just like a new pedal does or mm -hmm. or uh, you know a yeah, a new Tonewood or something. Totally. Now, uh, with the new record, I know that you've kind of primarily focused on one tuning. Can you share that with our audience? Yeah, uh, I'm in it right now. The tuning is... Uh, I have chorus on, sorry. I love chorus. Uh, <laughs> F-A-C-G-C-E. It's kind of just the tuning that I started playing in. Well, of course, it started in standard, but yeah. then I, like it was like the first alternate tuning I found. And honestly, I stuck to it just because I got really comfortable with like writing in it. But also I got really tired of like rolling up to a venue with like four guitars and like tuning in between all yeah. the time. So I was just like, I'm lazy. I'm just going to like write an album where it's mostly the same tuning. And that way um, I was considering uh, having like a seamless set. And for me, that means like the fewest tuning changes. Yeah. Just like something where I could just put a little ambiance on, pop on the microcosm or something and then just like go into the next song without having to tune now in that instance what is the difference or why do you have or do you prefer one night to night uh, or throughout the set with the the creamsicle and the flubber here yeah is there a reason that or is one more of a, a headliner so to speak or do they both get equal time or how's that work i feel like this is like the main attraction although i i actually these are the wilkinson's are in there right now i don't know the exact set okay um, maybe they can come in and like inform everyone what sets in there. But uh, I tried them out in the UK and they're just so pristine and clear. Um, and this one's more kind of like you can push it and get a little like kind of grittier. Uh, so for this one, I keep an FACGCE and this one's in all my tunings where I drop down to D. Okay. And that's so I don't have to like really mess with the tuning on this one that much. And that one I'd like to use with my more gainy fuzz stuff because it's like, I can have like clarity, but also have a ton of distortion on 
and it sounds like you know yeah like clear yeah now that i think the last tuning that we had talked about uh, uh last time you were in nashville was something similar to toe is that what this is fac yeah toe would be facgve and okay. i still use that in my set and so it's just slightly different yeah okay and why what made you go there that the, i guess the alteration off that toe tuning um this is american football tuning i feel like you know people say that like it's a tuning i use but really i i feel like mike kinsella is like who really got me into yeah this sort of tuning stuff so yeah i, I guess like the, they're just both tunings that i started out playing in that i got really comfortable in yeah now what should we know about the amp i know that uh you have a cover story come out from your guitar in the june 2023 issue so check that out <laughs> cover artist um and you talked about kind of falling for uh the roland amp i think a jc40 or yeah. jc120 jc40 i've gotten some new amps but you have the old reliable ac30 here so tell me about your experimentation with the jc40 and uh why you still stick with the ac30 um this is i'm just so used to it it's like my tried and true amp tubes can be a little scary on the road yeah. you know like you gotta re-up um yeah i just like i feel like i'm just used to that one a lot and it's just got plenty of headroom for me um i can get it to break up i would bring honestly my dream world where maybe space or labor wasn't an issue i'd probably bring like two amps and try to do like a kind of stereo, stereo sort of thing i was trying to kind of do that this time with a uh UA makes a couple of like AC30. Oh, they have a pedal that's essentially an AC30. Mm -hmm. um, and I was going to try to do that, but it ended up just like being a lot of trouble um, to, especially because some initially the sound checks we had were super rushed. So I just kind of stick with this right now. But yeah, one day stereo where I could run my sparkly clean stuff into one side and then like my distortion into maybe this one or whatever now would you envision that being like two double ac30s or would you maybe that's where you would incorporate uh the roland amp or yeah. something else i think totally i would maybe have both if i could i recently played uh an amp that i totally fell in love with uh silk tone they're okay. based out of sacramento yeah uh amazing amps like just like super buttery sounding it honestly felt like i was cheating when i was really? playing because it just is like so like even you know um and it just had like the perfect sustain and it was really really easy to dial in so i i, I don't know my actually i think the last show of this tour i asked him to bring one just so i could try it live oh cool <laughs> that'll be fun to uh treat to end the show on or yeah, end the road on totally now getting into your pedals obviously things have changed maybe they've even expanded i can't remember exactly the the footprint you had in our last rig rundown but before we get into the pedals i want to ask if you could have a signature pedal, you got the guitar already, maybe an amp coming down the road, who knows? Maybe some pickups too you're alluding to is, uh, what would be like your signature pedal? Some kind of chorus modulation vibrato thing where you can run it parallel. Oh. Um, maybe run, maybe you could run some like parallel delay underneath it. So you could have like the pristineness of the chorus, but then have like it bloom out and sound really beautiful. You've something thought about like this. That. I feel like maybe something's percolating underneath like, because I feel like you were ready to answer that question. I would love that. Uh, yeah, I have a well, lot of there you ideas go, for pedal companies for out there. I have a lot of ideas. Well, me up. <laughs> speaking of ideas, you have a lot of idea generators down here. So let's talk about your pedal board and maybe start with uh, wherever you want to go. We'll let you lead the dance. So I guess I'll just start with like, the, you know, same stuff from last time. I was the intro thing I was playing. 
They got a Juliana, not utilizing its stereo capabilities, okay. but it does have that, which I really enjoy. Love it. Um, have a little bit of reverb on my favorite reverb, the Mercury 7 by Maris. Um, and then I have so many delays on my board. <laughs> I have one, two, three. So let's Technically, start there. That's a delay. How are you using them differently or how are they set up differently? Okay, set up differently. This is like my like, um, like. I use it like melodically. Like it's just like the, the repeats kind of chase the main melody. So mm. I use it to like fill in space. This one's like my like textural like. I actually, instead of reverb, sometimes I prefer a delay because I feel like it takes a little bit of character from what you're playing and it uses it instead yeah. of like just having reverb through the whole thing. So it adds like melodic content to it. It's almost adding like a second guitar player in a way. Yeah. And it's like, especially when you run it parallel, that's why I want to do that pedal idea. Yeah. I feel like it just, you can get it really wet and have it sound still really pristine at the same time. So um, there's that one. Then I use my favorite little trick. Gets everyone to be like, oh, what was that? It's like... <laughs> Go. That's it's like a stutter effect. Yeah. 83 boss. Shout out, um, boss. Uh, this is I. This is a new UA pedal they just released called the Galaxy. I use it as a multi like. Oh, sorry. It's not a delay. It's like an echo. Okay. It's supposed to be like a space echo, but I use it for the like the stacked echo sound. So. I love so that. You can get it to oscillate on itself. I love stuff with hold features. So sick. Um, the Caroline Somersault uh, does that too. You can like hold it and it just like maxes out the speed. Um, but yeah, this is almost like chorus and it had a chorus like quality to yeah. it. So yeah, I think that's like all my delays. The do you ever run them together or any uh, at simultaneous? Okay, wow. I do. I love feeding delays into each other because it just like pushes the trail a little bit more. And then I love. You can, I'm kind of doing that, essentially the Galaxy, that's what I'm doing where I'm running two different like rates of delays on top of each other. So it goes like, like, duh, dicka, dicka, duh, dicka, dicka, like, oops. That was not that. That was not that. That was just a whole lot of noise. Um, I think it's because this is still oscillating somehow. I'm going to turn it down and see. Is it safe? Is it safe? Is it safe to is come Is it safe? Play? Okay, there. So you can get to like a rhythmic thing. Oh, all right. <laughs> now, how are you using the microcosm? Because that is such an unpredictable pedal. Oh and I think that Tell what you do, it. even though it seems like so chaotic, it is very deliberate. But that pedal can throw you down a detour real quick. Oh, yeah. I think my most, the two most popular ways I use it is granules. I'm on haze right now. Um, so like, you know, you can play. feature so I use that basically as like if I have like a an intro where I'm by myself like our song Odessa I use it kind of as like the main pad underneath me as I play the intro so right. I'm not like super bare it's essentially like a really a reverb with a whole lot of character yeah um and then I use it for transitions so I'll like play a chord and I'll like just do some like you know a progression and then it takes all the melodic content of that progression and then I use the hold feature to create like 
just granules based off of that. And it sounds cool for like going into songs and things like that. And then I also really love, I don't know if I can get to do the thing, but um, the interrupt setting is real fun. It's kind of like wild. Uh it's certainly interrupting. I don't know what it's interrupting, but it's interrupting something. I love when it does like the wub 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 kind of sounds like EDM, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and then sometimes it does this like weird pinball like game over. I don't know. It didn't do it. I can't. I don't know what it's going to do. It does what it wants to do. But it's a, a beast all into its own. My favorite thing to do, though, is just play a whole lot of things and then just like comp my favorite moments and then just like splice it together into what I want to use. Um, so, yeah, that's one cool feature of it that you can do at home. Wow. Maybe live it's a little hard to tame. I'm yeah. a little cowardly and I don't want to do that. Yeah, I can either. understand. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. <laughs> Well, moving on to the right side of the board here, we got some, uh, let's start with maybe the Beatronics up there at the top. Yeah. What's um, that? It looks like a new pedal for you. The Beatronics, it's just, it kind of just gives a little extra juice to what you're playing. Okay. So like... Kind of just pushes the amp a little bit. Yeah. Just a little extra character. Most of my... Uh, gain pedals I kind of just used to push things a bit because I never I mean I, I use my long sword to kind of get like maximum distortion yeah um can we hear the maximum yeah. something like that um and what's that second pedal to the right of the long sword this one yeah. is it's called the noodles it's by ground control kind of like um Oh, I'm going to butcher the description of it, but I think of it as kind of like a way to push certain frequencies. Oh, so right. like if you, if I needed, like, I love EQ. It's like so useful, um, especially if you like use fuzz and you want to like push it a little. Like Muffled, right? Yeah. And then like, and then you can, I sometimes instead of my OC5, I'll go like, if I need that extra like bass presence, yeah. but I don't want it to like do the, you know, the octave thing where it just like fattens all the way and then distorts. Yeah. So, yeah. And how are you using the freak out? So great. Um, uh. it for like if i need to i love it because it's like you can get the same feedback you want every time uh, regardless of space yeah. and everything um so i use it to kind of fill in when she's going off on a drum solo i'll kind of want like a little bit of like something epic happening yeah um but my favorite way to use it is actually when you turn the dry um off and then i think here i'll turn on some delay or whatever reverb uh It's like, like an Ebo. Yeah, it's like an Ebo, right? Whoa. I love Digitech. I have a new, while well, I'm on the Digitech yeah. topic. Here we go. I swear I'm not a Digitech shell. They make some like underrated, really cool tools. I just got the Ricochet. I got the drop in the Ricochet. 
um, and of course the whammy, but yeah. like I love this thing. You can like set it, you know, if you want it to go up, um, you know, it just kind of like, and you can like, um, I use the I use um, the current setting I use. I have the onset really, really, really. Um, I I have it take a really long time because I kind of have it do essentially what I do with like a whammy or like a dive. So it's like. Um, But you can also have it go like. So I use that kind of sometimes to, again, during open sections where maybe instead of feedback, I'll have the pitch just do a dive. Um, but you can set the onset really quick so it jumps really fast. And it's really fun for if you need to like jump up and down a lot. It's yeah. like acrobatics without the effort. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cheat code. Yeah. Now, the last one I think we didn't cover is, I was there last time, is the Warden. Is that, that's a, just a compressor, right? From yeah. the Earthquaker. That's just probably for the tapping moments to help those, oh. or to use it all the time, or how are you using that? I have it on all the time because I love what it does to my delays and stuff. It just kind of uh -huh. pushes them a little more. Um, but it's a really useful tool. The sustain knob, I feel like, really affects my tone. Um, yeah, it's just, compressors are cool. Yeah, we're kind <laughs> of an unsung hero on guitar. Yeah. <laughs> and bass. Yes, definitely. Well, Yvette, I know that you uh, have a meet and greet. You're going to take over the world. We're wasting too much time on stage. I'm sorry that uh, we kind of have this feel like we're rushed, but I, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much, and uh, congrats on the new record. Everyone should check it out. Catharsis, right? Yeah, thank you so much again for having me. Of it's course. It's a pleasure. You're always, all, you're always the best. Everyone stay safe out there and keep rocking. Take care.